When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to Big Gay Energy. I'm Bree. I'm Theora. And I'm Caitlin. Come along with us while we dive into the fun and nuances of queer media. Representation matters, and we're here to talk about it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Witch Energy Podcast. We have a super special guest today. Everyone welcome, Arlen Aguayo-Stewart, or Arlen the Great, as Theora likes to say. Oh my god. Um, wow. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> Theora is also an Arlen simp, just so you know. Oh, no way. Oh my god. I'm just getting this all now. <laughs> well, you know. So you should know. <laughs> big, big fan of Nicta. I think Nicta's Aww. super fun for many Aww. reasons, and it's very refreshing to see her as a character. And we just love her. So thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to us. Our listeners love her too. It's my pleasure. I'm sorry it took so long to organize this. I'm so sorry. Girl, you've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're busy. <laughs> so we'll start off with just talking about Nicta because we have we have yeah. some questions. Um, so. Good. All right. So with Nikta, when we're first introduced to her in Liberia, so at that yeah. time, she's a soldier, she's been conscripted, she's fighting with Alder in the army. And mm-hmm. then this big tragedy happens where Alder like betrays her and kills these witches that surrendered, yeah, which yeah. leads Nikta to taking action to like end conscription. And, and that then we get the spree, the big boogeyman for like the rest yeah. of the show. And so I'm curious with Nikta's anti-conscription ideology, did that start before that pivotal moment or was that kind of like the birth of that for her? That is the birth of that because prior to that, Alder's like her idol and she's obsessed with Alder. Like it's very, I think it's similar to to, to Tally um, in that like this idealization, there's so many different kinds of feelings connected to Alder and in the Liberian moment, I guess she realizes that um, Alder isn't perfect and she's fallible and um, and to some extent uses Nikta's work to to do this thing that Nikta would like when, when Nikta realizes that these witches had surrendered and they actually just didn't want to be in the army um, I think the question of choice comes up like why why are we all just fighting these wars and whose wars are we fighting and should we have a say in, in what we do and why we do it. And so I think that kind of definitely births the the ideology of the spree, which is just everyone gets to choose whether they want to fight or not. And yeah, anti-conscription, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a super, super interesting, like birth of a whole ideology. And yeah, such a powerful big moment too. Like, yeah, so traumatizing. 
because it's your yeah. idol it's, yeah. it's like, using your stuff completely adore and that you want to be to some extent and then mm-hmm. yeah I guess she just sees all in a completely different light and yeah 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 and speaking of of Alder they have a super complex relationship um, yeah <laughs> you know starting with like a mentor mentee type of thing mm-hmm. um which develops into like mortal enemies after Alder's <laughs> betrayal so um has after the trial in season two do you think yeah. Nicta's perception of Alder changed hmm I mean, in that trial moment, Nikta is ready to, like, be a martyr and everything. But at the same time, we get to see the prison cell that she's actually quite quite scared. You know, she's like, yeah, I'm going to die. But she's like, I don't want to die. <laughs> I want to live my life. I really, like, you know, I think she spent so much time just being stuck in that hatred that she's missed out. And... And then when Alder is actually vulnerable, but Alder becomes vulnerable because Talia kind of forces her into that position. It's not because Alder's like, yeah, I'm going to choose to actually own this. Yeah. Um, she's forced into that. And um, I think that that does hit Nikta. I think all of everything that happens that, that day hits Nikta. Talia standing up in that way. Alder actually letting go. I think that when you you dream and hope and work towards something so intensely, especially as passionately as Nikta did, and then it actually happens, sometimes it's kind of like you're in exams. <laughs> you're like, you're like yeah. studying and studying and studying, and you're like, oh my God, I'm doing this exam, blah, 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 and I can't wait. I can't wait till this exam's over because then I'm going to like go and like whatever, have a smoothie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. I do. <laughs> like I'm gonna clean my room, or like you have all these things that you know you love to do. Be free, and then it happens, and there's this kind of like empty feeling, like yeah. you kind of lose purpose. You just like, oh shit, I was working so hard towards this thing, and it's not here anymore. Like, what do I do? And you're just like, oh my god, maybe I should write another essay, but you don't <laughs> actually want to. Truly, you're just like, screw that. Right. But um, I think it's kind of like that. I think that Nick just kind of like, shit, what now? What now? And uh, it's just processing it all and being like, okay, so I took her down. She's down now. But the military complex is still happening, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So, um, but Alder-wise, I think that does maybe soften things a little bit, but they have a lot. They have a lot to work out, you know? Yeah. Do you think she'd ever try to forge any kind of relationship? of any type with Alder? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like Alder would have to like. Really, you, you know, know, take, take the responsibility on board. And yeah. Say, hey. Yeah. 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 Like, Hey, sorry. I was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and ruined your life. <laughs> sorry ruined about that. Life. Dang. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh. Yeah, because I think they also fueled each other later because, like, Alder made the spree the ultimate enemy of the military. And yeah. so would blame all these things that are happening on the spree, sometimes that were definitely the spree and sometimes weren't. So I think Nick was just, like, <laughs> getting more and more mad. And also painting the spree in a very particular terrorist um, light and missing kind of more 
yeah. Alder making the spree the boogeyman. Exactly. The boogeyman. Rather than, you know, injecting any kind of understanding of that these are humans. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... All right. Well, I don't think there's much hope for that relationship. (laughs) It's on Alder. It's on Alder. It's on Alder. And probably a a therapist (laughs) to mediate. Yeah, like a a mediator, a facilitator, trouble therapist. For everyone's safety, that's probably a good idea. Foam bats? I don't know. (laughs) They're like, Nikta, you can't bring your bats in here. I'm so sorry. Just you. You're like in a dome. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sad. That would be sad. That would be sad. But entertaining. Yeah, yeah very Absolutely. The spin-offs, you know. So that'd be a great spin-off. <laughs> I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Um so off the Alder train for a little bit, back to Nick yes, as a yes. character. So yes, yes, yes. I need to know for like science and literary reasons. Science. Um, <laughs> I've noticed Nicta as a character possesses a lot of charm. And so yeah. I'm curious kind of where that came from because oftentimes charm is given to characters, usually male characters who fall in that like evil realm. And it's mm-hmm. usually a trait they use for like manipulation, like Hermes in Greek, like one of the Greek gods. Mm. He was charming. He used it to manipulate. So I'm curious with Nicta who kind of falls in like, all the spectrums really, but mm-hmm. has that darkness about her or whatever. Was the charm intentional or was it something that just is part of her character and is not like a means to an end kind of thing? Hmm. I really love that question. Um, I think that it's for science. <laughs> um, I think that <laughs> Nick is like a bit of like a, she's recluse and she's alone a lot. And when she was younger, she was definitely like kind of like a wounded stray dog type thing. And 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 in mobilizing the spree, like I think at first she had this idea and she was very passionate, very angry. Um, and I don't think that worked super well with people. So she has to be like, okay, I have to try and like, you know, get people on my side and I can't come in like this intensely. So I think that she kind of tried to discover humor and um, I think you think it's charming, but for, I actually think it's quite her awkwardly trying to be like, I'm making a joke. (laughs) (laughs) And there is charm in that. And (laughs) yeah, like she's just like, she's sarcastic. She's kind of abrasive sometimes, but she does it with a smile, hoping that that will like, you know, work. Ease it, ease it into it. Ease it into it. But I think a lot of the time she's she's a bit of a like an, a weird leader because like she had dreamed of the army, right? Being the head of the army and then being the head of the spree. Like I don't think you realize how much work it takes to to lead people and to talk to people and connect with people. And I think she's more of like one of those moody moody actors that's just like I need my space. you do this that takes me back to the the drama of the the hood in that one scene in season two the cabin the scene starts and is like this is this is some dramatic shit this is some drama llama up in here well nick is like 
that moment for her is like pure. Like I'm in my moment. I don't care mm-hmm. what's around me. I love it. So I'm going to take her. <laughs> but like I'm I still it. doing it behind a hood. You yeah. Know? She's not doing it like this. She's like definitely hiding. So there's a lot of hiding to it. And so she's kind of sassy, but she's trying to be funny. Sometimes it lands. With Tally, you'll see that sometimes she's like, stop it. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> but this is fun. I still think Tally's charmed, though. You know, in a oh, I think down. She, I think she's charmed too, for sure. But um, and and Nate likes to play. I do. Yeah, I think you see that with with Tally. She feels. I think she feels the most comfortable with. Absolutely. Tally's actually so much love and sweetness, and kind of, that disarms Nikta in a way. So we see a softer side of Nikta her uh i think you kind of have to be a little more comfortable with somebody to mention their dimples like that so oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm totally watching your cat in the background just like slowly walking in oh hi <laughs> you're gonna interrupt everything thank you i love the tails it's like <laughs> she's a very floofy lady i love it hello lady miss aspen oh um let's see aspen you distracted me um okay so it's super refreshing to have a character like nikta who is so complex and i feel like it'd be really easy to make her one-dimensional and like write her off as just evil Uh, but as the story progresses her story unfolds as someone who's made choices and is facing the consequences of those choices and it's such a human thing Mm -hmm. um and we're curious if we're gonna dive further into that as the story goes on if you can even say that (laughs) well you definitely see more of nikta for sure that's always a good thing nikta hanging out with people that now that's what i want to see People talk. <laughs> so. I'm so like, I need to see Nikta interact with certain characters, one of them being Scylla. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't say very much. I really can't say very much. But you will see. You will see soon because we're almost done filming. And no, we're both sad and excited. Good. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a journey. It's been such a journey. So I can't say anything. I can't say very much. But there's more Nikta. That's for sure. That's what we, that's pretty much what we wanted to know. Yes. Okay. It's important. It's for science. It's for science. It's for science. (laughs) Science is doing well so far. Yeah, yeah. So it's doing very well. (laughs) Um, But I guess speaking along the lines of cryptic season three stuff, just in your opinion with your character, do you feel satisfied with Nicta's journey that season? In season three? Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, we're we're all like pumped to be doing season three. There's also kind of like the sweet bitter vibes of it like potentially being the last season, which it looks like it might be the last season. Not if we have anything to say. I mean, not if y'all go for it and you know. Um, so I think there's always space for all these characters to continue to develop. Um, but I'm I'm happy that yeah, I'm happy that we've seen we get to see a bunch of different people connect. And face all kinds of different circumstances, as is with the incredible writing of Motherland. 
uh, the motherland writers because they just throw all kinds of stuff at you and you're like what? so um it's gonna be a kick-ass season but yeah I, I just hope there's still gonna be space for more for more growing more learning and seeing because we're all getting to just know these characters now yeah and that's the thing and, yeah and there's a lot of us there's so many characters yeah, like, like so much to unpack you need 10 more episodes per season and seven <laughs> full seasons thank you so this three has been such this constant ominous presence from the very mm-hmm. first scene of the show thank you Kind of, yeah, kind of like yeah. a boogeyman hiding under the bed for, um, you know, a lot of the civilians of the world. Yeah. Uh, how would Nikta describe the spree? Um, Nikta would first and foremost talk about choice because that is her jam. It's, she would say that the spree is a movement where um, witches actually get the space to be human beings. Um, and live lives and make the choices about what they want to do with their lives. And um, that we've been living um, in service to humans for a very long time as military cattle. And um, some might want to do that, but that should be their choice. People shouldn't be forced to do that at age 18 and not get the chance to, you know, fall in love because you can see the the kind of complexes of even just willa and trying to connect to her family like not even seeing her partner not seeing her daughter and there's all these hierarchies within the army too like everything's decided for you based on what talents you have um then there's all the black magic or the 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 dark arts and there's definitely a, a decision like a how do we say like a bureaucratic no like a what's what's canon what's not canon mm-hmm. so there's a decision of like what is canon what's not canon and uh nick definitely uses a lot of non-canic work and is a very creative witch because she's like always working on different workings and creating new things and um there's a lot of control in the army as to what you can use and what you can't use what you can create you can't create so i think as an artist of magic <laughs> nature would also say like this gives you the freedom to develop your your magic as well and um the concept of good and evil isn't determined for you you get to be part of creating that yourself so um come join the spree it's like a choose your own choose your own adventure book Mm-hmm. With work. Yeah, with work. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. Because it. we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but especially when it comes to the spree, it's, it's just all about like perspe- whose perspective you're looking at the spree from. Absolutely. So thank you for Absolutely. sharing Victor's perspective. Yes, my pleasure. Yes. So... On the flip side of the spree, we also have like the Camarilla, who's like the complete opposite in terms of who they don't like and yep. their hierarchy is very linear and all that kind of stuff. But unfortunately, they have a lot in common in terms of just being very extreme with their methodology. Yeah. Just to make their point. And so I'm mm-hmm. curious, like, 
does Nectar recognize that at all? Or does like the emergence of the Camarilla like impact her in any way? So mm-hmm. that's kind of like new, I guess, at the end of season two. I think that uh, in season two, when uh, Nick is in the prison cell with Tally, and they're talking about um, Nick is just like, you know, she meets Hurst and that has a huge impact on her, especially because they're kind of using similar methods in a way or that people can think that her work is the same as the Camarillas. They could be mistaken for each other. I think that's just like, oh shit, maybe um, my my means to this end was not the right choice because it's being misread and misunderstood. And um, and obviously so, because the military is also propped it up to be like, yeah, the, the what's it called? The sprees against humans only. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> we're missing a whole bunch of the context as to why. So I think that she's just like, hmm, this maybe wasn't the right, the right path choice. to take. Yeah, like maybe it wasn't the right path. And and I'm and now my work is very similar to like our greatest ancient enemy. So that's that's really huge for Nikta. And um, in season three, you'll get to see how she deals with that and what choices she makes from from there, having that perspective now and now having a common enemy with the military that's so exciting to hear yes, it is. <laughs> that's exactly what we're like all hoping for yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know all the things all the yeah. things you've seen all the script or done all the scripts mm-hmm. um so is the is the spree gonna stick around though? Like, do we still have any spree? Um, is there any spree organization left that is gonna like come back in season three? That's the kind of the question. To spree or not to spree? That is the question. That's the candy. <laughs> That's the candy. That's the hot sauce. Oh, oh, hot sauce. <laughs> I can All see right. your evil little hands going over there, Theora. Well, I want to find out. <laughs> the pixelated hands. The pixelated- <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting any better. <laughs> I think we're just cursed technologically today, honestly. Correct. We We did have you for a moment. We had you fully. Oh, my God. I can't think you of the know. word in English. Like. Niti da niti don't know it. We'll go with your word. Thank you so much. Niti da. So very recently we had the pleasure of speaking to Bob, aka Albin Hurst, our ah, favorite bad guy. You did. Oh my did. god, so fun. We Bob's love him great. so much. Bob is so much fun. He is. And Alvin is just he's another one that he could have been so like one dimensional, but he's not. And mm-hmm. Bob does a great job with him. During our chat with him, he shared a fun little tidbit about how he gets into Albin's character. And he mentions that he says the words, um, hello, Clarice, from like Hannibal Lecter. As like, then he's like, then I'm Albin. That makes so much sense. (laughs) 
<laughs> now it would make sense when you hear him say that. But um, yeah. we're, we're curious if uh, you have any kind of, do anything similar to like become Nicta, like any kind of like art or like Hannibal Lecter phrase or anything that you do like to get into characters or? Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't condense it in that way to like a, a phrase, but I definitely... Um, physicality like her I like I find her position like her because like I'm like up here and Nick is down here so like I find where her neck is the eyes is really huge for me like where how I look at people that super comes through and my my prey because she's always searching she's kind of like a wild animal in the forest who's always thinks she's going to be attacked and so and I think that that in itself says a lot about her, which actually says a lot of this stems from fear and sadness and yeah. abandonment, you know. And so, but we mask so much, you know, a lot of the time you're showing the exact opposite of what you feel. Mm-hmm. So Nick is not a super happy character. And so behind all that is the fear and the sadness, but it comes out as this tough exterior and she's always surveying to see who, who's going to get her. And, um, you know, obviously her journey with Alder was part of that. She kind of opened up to Alder. I was kind of like, this is who I am. This is the thing I've gone through. Um, so she's very <laughs> shut, closed. So that just tells me a lot from my body. My body just goes like this. And then finding her voice, just bringing down the voice and her walk as well. Like I worked a lot on her, her physical walk and how she moved through space. And the incredible team, the incredible costume team that I adore, um, led by Tracy Bolton. Um, They're so generous and collaborative in us finding our costumes. And I've always loved that because um, I find costume can also really affect you. Like if you're wearing like high inch heels, it's going to change the way you walk. If you have to carry something heavy, it's going to, it's going to change your body. Um, and for me, just finding like thick boots. Oh my God, Nikta boots are just like, I don't know if you could even see them, but I'm like, these are amazing. But we can't, but we want to. Right? Oh, <laughs> if you can find them season two, the boots are just like, I love them. But they had this really thick sole. So like when you walk, it gives you like that weight. And, you know, that definitely affects the way that you move and her coats and stuff, how she hides. So, we worked so much to jam on those on those outfits, like hours, <laughs> hours of, of working on this. But we had so much fun. And in the end, we just got to places where it made sense. We're like, oh, yeah, that's totally Nicta. That's, totally that's really cool. And also the costume, we got an email from someone in the costume department. Uh, the Morgan Coven did because they wanted to use our Valentines that Amber and I made to give to the cast because they love you guys so much. <laughs> so if you guys got Valentines, that was because they love you so much. And they, they asked us for those to download and give out. Oh my God. Well, also I need to plug that they've been nominated for an award. Uh, but, hell yeah. Um, May 7th. We're going to find out for best costume. Um, here in Canada, so awesome. just well saying that very uh, well deserved. We're gonna send yeah. out all the love to them. <clears throat> then please do because they make like uh, compared to other a lot of shows, like they make so many of these outfits from scratch. Like, the seamsters are making them like 
you know, it's, we're set in this other world where sometimes you're just like getting, you know, you're picking clothes and that's an art in itself. Absolutely. But like these seamsters are incredible. They're incredible. So yeah, super deserved. They do seem really cool. I hope they win. I hope so too. I'm, we're going to be promoting May 7th. Look out for okay. it. We'll do. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you got into the body language because I had a chat with Amalia one time about her body language choices for Scylla. Yeah. And part of that involved her putting a hand in her pocket to give like a yes. cool oh my grease, God, grease yeah, yeah, yeah. dudes vibe. Yeah. I call it the Scylla's fuck boy thing, but um, <laughs> I noticed that when you got off the bus into the season two finale, you like had your hand in your pocket. Oh my god! Did you realize? Like, is that no. was that a choice? No, I mean, I think that Nikta in that moment is so uncomfortable and yes. feels so alone, and is trying to be like, yeah, "I'm cool." <laughs> that's so. That's so funny. I love it. Yeah, I got that. Was, it's like Nikta trying to be cool. I love it. It's so it's it's so purely Nikta trying to be cool, and then. I don't know if people were able to see that, see right through it and just be like, wow, Nick's just alone <laughs> in the back. Just like, it's so like, I could really connect to that because, you know, you had those moments in, in high school or whatever when you walk into a space and like, you don't have any friends or, or you don't know anyone and you're just like, oh, and you're like, I'm okay. I'm totally okay. Where the reality is just like you being like, I don't want to get off the bus. Can I just stay here? Can I just stay in the bus seat and like yeah. chill? Um, well, I think, I'm not sure. I know a lot of people found Nick to getting off the bus to be like sexy. So (laughs) I was connecting to all my high school trauma, but if that's sexy, then (laughs) there you go. I am winning at life. (laughs) I, I mean, like I'm, I'm here for it. I just remember a lot of conversations were had about that scene. So oh, it's so funny. It's hilarious. It's even more funny now that you put context to it. Yeah, yeah, no. There's the context. Ultimately, it sounds like Nick needs a hug. Yeah, like I and we'll volunteer. Oh, into it. Come give Nick a hug. Big old Nick to yeah. group hug. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of love and just be like, it's okay. Go have fun. You know, yeah. go like, go to the beach. <laughs> Something. Just give it that skin a little bit of sunshine. It's been under that coat. Probably smells. Like, Probably take yeah. the hood back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just get out there. It's okay, Nikta. She'll get there, maybe. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, one of the great tragedies of the show is that we don't meet Nikta until season two. Ah. And so we get sprinklings of the spree, but we don't know who's the mastermind behind that till later. Yeah. And so, but she was around, obviously, doing Nikta things. And so, for real. For real. Yeah. And we have a we have a segment segment on our podcast where we talk about like what characters are doing off screen. So we're wondering yeah. during season one when we don't know Nikta, like what is, what is she doing when she's on? What's she doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's plotting all the things that you see the spree do. Um, like they were trying to get rid of all of the military's um, arms and mili- like guns and all that stuff. Like they were trying to do that. Um, uh, they were, well, I mean, Nikta forever has been working on planting that biddy uh, in 
military, which is a lot of work to get someone to get through the ranks that way and to be selected for biddiness and stuff. So literally there have been major attempts at Alder like for a while, but Nick has been playing the slow game. So it hasn't been, she's understood over time that like if you try and rush things because she's young, it doesn't always work. So here she's literally just been like, slow, 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 slow. She hasn't yet met the unit, which is obviously the major catalyst for everything come together because of Tally. But at this point, she's just trying everything she can, infiltrating. They have Scylla in the military. So you have to imagine how many other potential spree are there in the military? Mm-hmm. You know, yes. like there's different people on different missions. However, Scylla's mission definitely got super co-opted by Willa. Um, like Mama wanted to see our BB which I obviously understand. Nikta probably would have been like, what the hell, dude? Because <laughs> that, was, that was always my question, too. Was like, did Nikta even have a lot to do with Scylla? Being no, in that no. Did like, she ever I'll... meet Scylla? Was it like ever? A, no, no. As, I have an agent here. I know. I mean, I think there's so many spree cells that know. And also... Uh, Nick does not a major micromanager. She's just kind of like, you do you, do your thing. Like, she doesn't want to be controlling people. Like, that's the whole point of this whole situation. However, I don't think Nikta would have been super down with Willa threatening Scylla with a balloon in the mirror. She'd been like, no. Um, which is, I think, one of the things about the spree that you kind of see is that when something gets so big, it's hard to control what people are doing on the smaller scale. And given that the Spree's ideology is so much about choice and people getting a chance to do what they want, it's not about, like, this, like, ride or die, like, I will do whatever. Like, even Jonas is in, like, a pretty, like, um, like, when he's just, like, silly, you've gone soft, blah, blah, blah. Like, Nick should have been, like, no, she doesn't want to, like, she's fallen in love. Like, chill out, Jonas. But people show different faces to different. That's so interesting. I love that. People, yeah. Like, um, I think. So she wouldn't have been down with Willa creepingly looking through the freaking mirror at whatever was going on. And that, that, yeah, that was, that keeps me up at night. No, no. I know. Especially (laughs) they're like, kind of like, if you don't do this, we're going to blah, blah, blah. There's no threats. Like, if you don't want to be part of the spree, like, get out. Don't be part of the spree. If you want to go live your life and be in love, Nikto will be like, do that. That's the whole point of the spree. It's so that you have that. Yeah, um, it's in direct opposition of the army where your choice is taken exactly. away from you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That so, makes perfect sense. It does. But if you want to die for the spree, you really want to. Um, okay. But that's your choice. There's no balloon threatening for that. No. <laughs> no, 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 no balloon threatening. That's a no balloon thing. threatening. <laughs> That's a Willa like really wanting to see her daughter desperately, and like you know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a. It's human. It's a human thing. And you have to imagine that these real cells are kind of like co-ops, and some co-ops suck. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And so some co-ops are great. So like it really depends which co-op you're in, and um, it sounds like Scylla and Jonas were in a co-op of like really diehard, like really young people. Uh, not to say that young people aren't amazing and can organize and mobilize, because literally they have in this world. We've seen it. But sometimes there's like a passion and kind of like a, a bit of a 
uh, short-sightedness. Yeah. Or just like a very ultimate, like this is the ultimate type. Um, sorry. All of my words are coming to me in Spanish right now. <laughs> just like, Complete, it's cool. What's happening? Um, but yeah, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> But yeah, that I got distracted too. I don't here, know. Show. I was but, like, uh, like thinking in other languages. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah like, why is that train of thought? But, uh, I think just like the the all or nothing thinking is uh, definitely something that's present with uh, some of the younger generation of this pre folks. I so. would definitely agree with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So by the end of season two. Nikta joined like the ragtag collective of army fugitives and yeah. Tarim refuge refugees. Yeah. And then Quinn. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it, seems Quinn. Like, it seems like they're going to be spending a lot of time together, um, at least mm-hmm. initially. So it's a d- diverse group of characters that she's interacting with now. So what do you mm-hmm. think her first impression is of those, of all these characters? I think the first impression is just like, oh my God, I'm hanging out with toddlers. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. And Quinn. <laughs> and Quinn. <laughs> hanging out with toddlers and Quinn. And just like, and there's so many cooks in the kitchen. So many cooks. And, and a lot of them are from the military, you know, and have like military protocol and Nikta is um, definitely (laughs) not that. So I think there's, you know, without giving anything away, without, without answering this question from the perspective of what I know of season three, purely just going from season two. Yes. um, I think there's like a space for mentorship for sure. Whether that's going to be accepted or not, you know, we'll Abigail. <laughs> um, and like, there's a lot of tension with this Brie. Like, this Brie has um, affected every one of these characters in really different ways. So, um, there's also that elephant in the room, aside from being like, we're working together. And a lot of them didn't want Nikta to come either. Tally was the one that's like, she's coming. A thousand percent. So, you know, Nick to like being like, no one wants me around. Like that trauma is just continuing. <laughs> of course. It's high school all uh, over again. All over. Poor Nick to just wants to be in the wood. The now I want uh, like a Nick to in high school stories. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> just in the back, literally just hanging out in the back being like, um, hey. knowing your references and being like oh, no, I could so see her being that person who like knows the weird punk band and also every line of like Greek tra- of like Greek tragedies yeah. and stuff totally yeah and just throwing it out there and people thinking she's really weird and like, what like, is she talking where about? are my people where are my people well oh, Nick, it was me in high school it, I know there we go there we go Nick just running her crowd now through the fans. Exactly. Running <laughs> her people now. Um, so yeah, lots of dynamics in that sense. And and Nick just, you know, she's been on the run before. Like yeah. she she's had to hide. So there's a lot of tricks up her sleeve as to how to do that successfully. And you will get to see that in the season two. <sighs> 
That's the thing. I'm always yeah. like, there are two only two people in this entire group who have ever had to actually be on the run and hide, and it's Nikta and Scylla, and everybody better listen to them. They <laughs> know. But also, like, how will they get along? Yeah, that's the other question. <laughs> I could see them either, like, really bumping heads or actually, like, finding a spot of um understanding i don't know i mean i do know <laughs> i can't say anything so i can't wait for that <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever it may be yeah yes all righty well thank you so much for answering all of our questions that we had for you and nikta by extension my before pleasure. we wrap up we did have a couple of questions from our listeners if you don't mind yes oh my god i love that please all right so from one only jd on insta they want to yes. know what's your biggest takeaway from motherland fort salem in both season one and season two like or, for I mean, me season two and three i'm sorry numbers season two and three and is this like me personally like my yes. take yes. like how do i feel arlen about this yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest takeaway would be that we were we are ever evolving beings, and there's there's always a choice. There's always the opportunity to make some bad decisions and learn and grow from them. And if you stay stuck in your ways, then like there is no chance for that, and that's not living life either. So. I think I've learned that through watching Nick just like, you can come around from it. You can come around from some pretty bad choices as long as you learn from them. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. It's such a human thing. Yeah. yeah I love that. A human thing. Thank you. Thank you for that. So JD, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I hope so JD. Uh, the next one we have is from Salem Fix, AKA Amber. And she wants ah! to know, <laughs> If you can share any up and coming projects with us, like outside of the Motherland Fort Salem stuff. Oh, um, well, I worked on this lovely short that I think the fans will actually enjoy called BDE. Um, okay. Love it. And it will become, it's still in the post-production jam of things. Um, but that one, that's what I can say for now. I think look out for that. It'll be a lot of fun. Um and yeah yeah i think you guys are gonna have a good time with it it's funny can't wait and scary and silly yeah good mix a good time yeah thank you thank you for sharing that we we will look out for that and that award for the costume department yes Yes. (laughs) also writing that down yes 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 please and our last question from our listeners is from uh jane ash yeah, who wants to know how old was Nikta when she first found out she could drive people to their deaths with her work? Oh, um, she was thirteen. Dang, that wow. is young. That is young. Yeah, that must have yeah. been traumatizing. It wasn't a good situation, no. Yeah, like how do you take that on board with a thirteen-year-old brain? That's yeah. That's, wow. And it was accidental too, you know, it wasn't. That's even worse. Yeah. So there's a lot of trauma with that 
And so that would make Alder's betrayal like gigantically worse. So no wonder Nick is like, um, yeah, no, yeah, no. (laughs) With Alder, I think with Alder, she like was like, hey, this is my biggest, deepest, darkest secret. And like, I've accidentally really hurt people, and I don't want to do that again. I want to give you a, a weapon that you can use like for the good. And so when it's used to, kill witches that had surrendered want to be free for Nick it was just like Mm-mm. it was just everything it was all the trauma everything yeah I feel it I feel it because I was really <laughs> for Nick I was just like it was just so painful it was just like I again it was like I did it again and but this time someone used me so and she doesn't want anyone to be used the person that she admired most I know yeah it's brutal so brutal it's really brutal. See, Nectar the prequel would be fascinating. Ah, uh, yeah. Reason. Yeah, it like would that be, needs to happen. Be, super interesting. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. There's it's a so lot there. I love it. There's a lot there. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that wraps up our listener questions. Thank you so oh, much. Yes. Um, so if you want, do you have any final words you'd like to say before we sign <clears> off? Um, what could I say? Um, We've been working hard. It's been a wild time. Um, we like love the fans like so much. I think that a lot of us haven't had the same like ability to connect the way that we have before, just because also everything's being filmed out of sequence, like because of yeah. the, everything. So it's literally all over the place. But the team's amazing. Uh, there's so much love. There's so much energy. We just haven't had the same kind of capacity to connect the fans. And I just want to say that. I love you guys all. I'm still thinking of you. Like I can sometimes see some things coming in, but I've also kind of sometimes taken like literally just deleted apps on social media and been like, I need to focus. Um, but so don't despair, fans. We see you. We love you. And but also like I, I can see people are just like, oh, this person is doing it this at this moment so that means that they're in this episode and i'm like that's kind of like literally all out the door because everything is filmed out of sequence at this point exactly completely so there's no you can't really figure out what's happening (laughs) we can't so (laughs) yeah that must be something else right i like laugh when someone's like oh this person's definitely in this episode i'm like <laughs> also, I'm like, like, all the speculation with the with like what people are wearing, like you, I no. see them in the uniform, blah blah blah, and I'm like, y'all, that means nothing. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm like, like, it could be flashback, it could be anything. But I literally had like little turtles for myself. I'm just I'm like, oh, I just don't want anyone to be disappointed. Just be like, you know, just I know. think everybody knows that it's just speculation, okay. and okay. they just have they're just having fun and like kind of filling the space of. Uh, yeah like motherland yes yeah well there's also there's also the convention that's happening yeah we'll see you there like morgan coven will be there we're bringing you a t-shirt i think ames told you on insta that we're bringing you we're bringing all the cast a t-shirt actually oh my god really oh my god oh my god i love those t-shirts i love them just wait so great so great Okay, well, yeah, that's those are my messages, and um, awesome. Thank you to both of you for your patience and your uh, kindness psh. and organizing this and being present, pixelated or not, <laughs> or not. 
surgical assistant or pharmacist extraordinaire, you know, like just really appreciate it. Um, and I'm really pumped to see you guys in person. Like this would be really fun. Yeah. Um, I think it's like the biggest thing we've been looking forward to period Aww. is coming. Uh, unfortunately, Theora is not joining us, but Aww. I think there'll be um, 11 of us. So Amazing. I'm sorry in advance for the chaos no. crews coming in. No, no, no. I am ready for it. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so, so, so much for talking to us today. And uh, we hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yes. Have Happy a wonderful Saturday. day. Happy yeah. Saturday. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. And with that, we've been Big Gay Energy. If you like this episode, check out all of our other episodes on whatever you're using to listen right now. Uh, please subscribe and like all the things. If you happen to be listening on Apple, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review, no matter how brief. This is what Apple uses in their algorithm to uh, help us gain a wider audience, so please, please, please help us out. Yes, and please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you about everything and anything. And if we like it, we'll probably give you a shout-out on the air. You can find us at all the things. Twitter at Big Gay Energy Pod, Tumblr, Big Gay Energy Pod, Instagram, Big Gay Energy Pod, or you can email us at biggayenergypod at gmail.com. Until next time, stay safe and hydrate for lesbian Jesus. <laughs>